right, peeps, welcome back to the show. Thanks for clicking that button, like I said before. Always tuning in, always supporting, always showing love. Uh, today's show, I'm going to be delving into some relationship topics. You know, going back into my past of my experience with a really kind of... Well, a recent relationship that I was in. Not so really recent, but my latest one that I was in. And uh, I'm just going to be touching on that and sharing my personal story. And I'm really going to try to start a relationship series. Um, this show was actually recorded a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm going to be playing it back for you guys, just for you guys to hear. So it might you might hear me saying there that I'm doing this for Friday. But like I said, it's recorded a few weeks back. I'm playing it for you now for Monday's show. I uh, hope you, everybody had a good weekend. I know I did. I got to lay around a little bit, catch up on some uh, work that I was doing for the show. Soon to have the show ready for you guys on iTunes. Yay! iTunes is going to make it so fantastic. I'm getting closer and closer to booking some uh, high celebrity social media figures. You know, I've been reaching out, hearing some good things, so I'm going to try to get that in the works as they come going to be doing some more interviews here. I might get AJ back on the show. might get my, my uh, the producer of the show, Eric, on the show um, the, so he can educate the people who don't know how to start this process. You know, how do we go about doing it and what was his thoughts about me bringing it to him to do the show. So we're going to be um, working on that. Some other stuff I'm working on. We're actually trying to get a website started for the show. So that's another thing we're working on too. Um, we have the social media stuff, of course, but a website generally where you guys can just go and click and download or click and play. I'm going to be still using SoundCloud. I'm going to be still using YouTube. iTunes is kind of going to be my big thing now because it opens a global platform for me. You know, a lot of people have iPhones. A lot of people go to iTunes. It's really good exposure. So with that comes more people watching and following the show. Continue, continue for me, guys, to share, like, comment, express what I need to do better, express the feedback because I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. It does all the good for me to make things better so I can make things better for you. I got some feedback from Eric, so I'm implementing that now because generally I record in an open area. Now I'm recording in a more closed-in area so my voice doesn't travel as much. So we're going to see how that works out. Um, what else is going on with me, peeps? I know I just filled you in on a lot of information. Uh, what else is going on with me? Um, so working on the website, working with iTunes to get that set up. Um, the show has been revamped. It is now The Conversation, and I want to welcome you guys to it. Uh, Real Talk was my first show, and um, I'm still going to hold that near and dear to my heart since that was my first creation off the top of my head. But The Conversation will be the new podcast show um, title moving forward. I hope you guys all tune in. I've uh, redid the social media pages, so for some of the people who followed us before, you guys should still be on there. If not... Go to conversation underscore WJ on Twitter and Instagram to follow us there. I'm starting to try to build a following so we can do fan question Q&A days and stuff like that. Thank you again, like I said, for continuously showing me support, continuously showing me love, continuously listening to the show and giving me all the feedback I can. Share, follow, comment. Be looking out for iTunes soon. This is a conversation. Why won't you come join us? fellas if you're a guy like me i like my good beard but for the right one wife girlfriend significant other i'm willing to shave it off but i don't want to use any old just old smacky razor from the store that costs a boatload i want to use a razor from dollarshaveclub.com 
DollarShapeClub.com offers the best quality razor at an affordable price. Right now, they have a $5 discount deal going on every time you sign up a friend. Think about it. A thousand friends, 83 years of free shaving. Make sure you guys get over to DollarShaveClub.com. DollarShaveClub.com. Welcome back from the pause from the cause. Well, that was fun. Hope you guys learned a little bit in that little segment of time. Anywho, um, I told you guys I'm going to get into a little bit of relationships and little love issues and little ups and downs. And a lot. Of, there's a little bit of a subject that I don't really talk about a lot. Um, I'm going to get into a little bit as to why that is. Um, I, uh, hmm, where do you start with this subject? <laughs> Such a open, you know. So much stuff you can really cover, and that's why I'm going to split it up into a series. Uh, this is not going. To be, this is not going to be the only show I'm going to do about it. I'm actually going to start a little mini series on it, and I'm kind of, kind of get you guys into it, and, and actually get a guest on here with me to really talk about it and have more of an in-depth conversation. I'm really going to go more so on what kind of I've been through myself that I really don't really talk about. Um, one thing that I've always been asked, and I've and not really always been asked, it's just that lately I've been asked, is why am I not dating? You know, and even my own mother has even asked me this. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't, like I said, I don't talk about it much. It's something, you know, it's not like I'm trying to hide anything. It's just that, you know, I don't like everybody all up in your business, but I really don't talk about it too much. Um, one thing I can say is, and this is kind of an exclusive. Like I said, my own mother doesn't even know about this. Anybody in my family. I even think my best friends know about this. Um, I was in a relationship that was going on for about, it was two, I want to say two, a little close to two and a half years. And it was, it was with a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful young lady. Um, and uh, it's kind of weird to talk about because it's, it's such a dark place I have to go to. It's uh, it, was, it was a beautiful relationship. I mean, everything about it I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed being with her. Um, the cause of us not being together anymore is that I... She came to me one day and she told me that she was pregnant. Now, at the time, this time I was probably, I want to say I was uh, 17 going into 18 years old. And like I said, I've never told anybody this story. So this is exclusive. I was 17 going into 18. So we were young. We were fairly young. Um, I was, it was, uh... No, actually, I think it was 18 going into 19. I was 18 going into 19, actually. 18 going into 19, that's correct. Um, and it... She came to me and told me that she was pregnant. And it, it kind of shocked me, really. Part of me, not really, because, you know, we had been playing, as the old folks would say, patty cake. <laughs> but... Uh, it just it just threw me you know anybody who just flat out you know I'm pregnant that's not something easy just whoa you know okay yeah sure you're pregnant let's go on we'll live with life you know that's not something easy to kind of just spray on somebody um, but nevertheless she came to me and said that she was pregnant 
And the first thought to come to my mind is, my mom is going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> she told me if I make her a grandmother before 45, she's going to kill me. So, <laughs> I need to start planning my funeral now. Now, the whole time, something deep down inside of me questioned it. Only because I never kind of went there without protecting myself. If y'all catch the drift. Because I, I do believe I have some younger viewers that will listen to this. So, you know, protect yourself. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Um, but protect yourself. <laughs> I'm, and um, so I always had that question deep down that is, you know, is it really mine? Um, I went and she decided that she wanted me to know for sure. So she went and got a set up for a DNA test to get done. Pay for the whole shebang. I just had to show up, get the swab, bada bing, bada boom. We'll find out in a week or two. However long it took, I think it was like a week. Um, it, it gets harder to talk about it, really. Um, at this time, I'm 18 going into 19. We're finishing high school. Um, trying to find out where I, you know, kind of what I wanted to do in life. Have been in a two-year relationship, on and off. We had our off days, we had our on days. Typical relationships. And there was a deep... I could say that... It, I loved her. And... It was to the point where I was, because I didn't want to say I was in love, but it was a deep love. Because I don't want to say that was my first love. I, I really don't. And I'm probably only saying that now because after what happened. Um, there was a time, I guess when we were off, that there was some flandering going on and somebody wasn't being always 100% honest. So when the DNA test came back and I wasn't the father, it, it hurt. It really stung. And it set me in a mindset to where I was very bitter. Um, and I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to cause conflict, but I was very, I was very bitter, bitter for a long time. You know, it took me a while to get over that. I'm still dealing with it now, you know, two years later, um, uh, two and a half years later, I'm still dealing with it now, even though I've moved on, um, into doing other things and, and that's part of me kind of answering the question in itself. I guess I don't want to be in a relationship because of the pain that I felt at the time. That really hurt. I've had surgery in my knee. I've had a doctor stick a six-inch needle in my kneecap. To drain fluid off my knee. I've had a sponge ripped off my kneecap. Without any numbing medication. 
Well, they say they put some in there, but they really didn't. None of that can compare to the pain that I felt. Because this is something that someone that I invested my feelings into. And I know it was young. I was young. As everybody would probably will hear this say, Oh, you're young. You don't understand. But I legitimately invested feelings into her. And it hurts. And I was bitter. And I was angry. And I was upset. But I knew I couldn't show it. I try to suppress it. And part of me still suppresses it. And I never really talk about it. Like I said, my best friends don't know. My my mom doesn't know. My dad, my, somebody I tell almost everything to, he doesn't know. Uh, so when he hears this, he's probably going to be shocked. Uh, my family's going to be shocked for sure. But... Um, I was hurt. I was I was really torn up about it, and it really hit. I I, I don't really know how to describe that pain. It's just something that I I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. I really wouldn't. That that in itself was horrible. That in itself was was just <clears throat> that in itself was just really. Uh, it was definitely a learning experience. It was definitely something to grow from. It was definitely something that I, 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 I don't know the words to describe it without saying too, too much. Um, I can say that I got a phone call and I want to say it was about three or four months ago. Um, it was her. She called me to ask me, well, not really ask, but kind of invite me to her wedding. She was getting married to the man that she, at the time, because technically we were off, I wouldn't say cheat, but we <clears throat> it brought me back to that dark place. It brought me back to that hurt again. And it took every amount of strength I had to hold myself together on that conver- on that phone call and wish her nothing but the best of luck in her marriage and what she chose to do and to just have some kind of closure it 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 took a lot to because I, I honestly, I saw that it's almost like a slap in the face. Like <laughs> you're gonna go do all this when we're off, not tell me about it, not tell me that you, you know, knowing that this is a possibility that this could be for somebody else. And then on top of that, let me get emotionally invested again, 
and lo and behold, you're pregnant, and it's not mine, and almost two and a half years later, almost three years later, you're inviting me to your wedding, the man that you decided to go off and have a child with. It's, it, it, it's really deep, and it turned me sour, and in itself, like I said, that I can say is the reason why I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. That kind of ruined it for me. And I mean, now I'm trying to work my way slowly back into dating and trying to put myself out there. But that was the cause of me picking up weight. I picked up a good bit of weight. I used to be really skinny growing up. And a lot of my family can tell tell anybody about this. I used to be very skinny growing up. I picked up a lot of weight. Trying to lose it again. Trying to get back in a healthy mindset. Get myself back to um, moving on, moving forward, eating healthy. Like I was saying in the opening. Eating healthy and getting myself together. But that, that, that depression, and I dealt with it differently. Instead of talking about it and airing it out, I suppressed it. And I let it eat at me slowly to the point where it caused me to eat <laughs> and pick up weight and and be bitter and, and have an attitude towards people I shouldn't have had it. And it probably led to some of my downfalls because instead of talking about the issue, I suppressed it. Um, hmm. I'm not, I don't want to be the one to bring baggage into a new relationship. And I think that's probably why I've been so slow on getting back into another one and working my way back into dating again and trying to figure it out. Because like I said, slowly but surely I've been getting, I've been into dating now. I've been trying to put myself out there. You know, I haven't joined any dating websites. I haven't, uh, done all the e-harmony or Christian mingle. But at one point in time I was very I was very contempt with being alone. For the simple fact that I didn't want to have to deal with that. The feelings, the getting emotionally involved, the ups, the downs, the possibly getting let down again. Because it really took the toll on me. Um, And it really affected me emotionally. It really affected me mentally. It really affected me and how I handle certain situations. And I believe that certain situations could have been better. Um, I don't know. That's just the brain fart I had. And, you know, it it stumps me there because... (sighs) <sighs> it's weird to talk about. It really just brings me into a different mindset. But, I mean, I, I and I told my mom this. I said, because um, she asked me, you know, did I want to or to the effect of why I wasn't in a relationship or, you know, why I wasn't pursuing. 
Because I, you know, I most the typical, you know, bring girls home for holidays and meet the family and all that. I've never done anything like that. And part of me at one point in time, and to in the back of my mind, it still scares me now. But part of me and part of me now is contempt if you tell me now I am to be alone for the rest of my life. I'm happy with that. If it doesn't, if I don't have to go through the pain again, if I don't have to go through the BS again, if I don't have to go through just just that again, if I don't have to deal with that again, I'm happy. I'm perfectly content being alone. Perfectly content, you know, not not having to put up with it. And, you know, nowadays it's kind of like, there's been pursuits. I'm not going to say I haven't completely shut off dating. There have been, you know, pursuits into young ladies. But nowadays it's kind of like, you know, a lot of women or young ladies scream and yell that they want Superman. And why can't Superman come in and save the day when... You have you walk by Clark Kent every day. That's what dumbfounds me. And I see a lot of it happening now is that a lot of women complain about the men that they choose, but when you look at the men that they choose, it's nothing like what they wanted. They chose them for all the wrong reasons. Instead of picking a guy that has everything going for him, he has his life figured out. He's a top of the litter choice. You pick the guy that doesn't have anything going for him. That ain't trying to do no good for his life. And you want to try to change that man. You want to try to change him into something that you want him to be. You want a project. I don't think... Changing people should be a project. I think everybody should be who they are. And if you put yourself in the situation where you, you know, you, if you put yourself in the situation where you want better, but have no way of getting better, then shame on you. Because you have every chance in the world to have that pick of the litter. To have that top-notch choice. But you made the decision to choose differently. Same thing goes with on a man's perspective. I look at, um, example, a lot of these rappers. They, you know, do these music videos and talk about these beautiful women who are you know, like they came from Thoughtlandia. <laughs> Thoughtlandia. And, uh, prime example T.I. and Tiny. Tiny has been down for T.I. from day one. He's even admitted to that growing up, day one. 
And T.I. had, he could have went out and got any kind of old, fine, big booty, voluptuous, curvy, supermodel woman. But instead of going for that and choosing that, he picked the person that was down for him from day one. Didn't want the money. Didn't care about the fame. Cared about the person. And cared about who they were. And I think that's where a lot of women and men are now. From a guy's point of view, like I said, I'm, I'm perfectly content at this point of being by myself. If I were to find the right one and, you know, everything clicked, then I'm perfectly fine with pursuing it. And I think at this point, after going through, because, you know, like I said, I didn't completely shut out dating, but at, at this point, after dating around a little, being through that, I kind of know what I want in a relationship. And I'm not willing to accept or put up with any BS because I know what I want. And at this point, if you can't match what I want in a relationship, and I'm really not asking for too much. If you can't match what I want in a relationship, then I, I quite frankly don't want to be with you. Because I don't want to invest the time to change you because you are who you are. You're not a project to me. I don't want to invest that time into changing you. I don't want to have to put up with BS with you. Now, if we're together, I understand there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be challenges. But challenges and ups and downs are different from just blatant BS. From just blatant... You're not trying to build with me and grow with me. You're trying to use me for what I am and what I have and move on to the next one, if need be. I mean, that's kind of where I sit with it. It's kind of it's kind of where I sit with it right now. Um, you know, I... I Wow, I mean, I was allowed to get off my chest. I really was. Like I said, no, I really haven't told that to anybody. That that's just that just felt like that's um it's almost therapeutic to talk about it a little bit because I feel a little bit better. But I'm pretty sure I shocked the shit out of a lot of people to know that had happened to me. And part of the reason <laughs> I should really write a book. Speaking of books, I'm working on like four of them and then a fifth book, you know, I should add that to the heap of books that I'm working on. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm philandering around with, that thought process. If I can't, if you don't meet my requirements, if you don't meet my standards at this point, and I'm not willing to settle for anything, if you can't meet my standards then I don't want to be with you. Because I'm not going to put up with the BS. I'm not about to put forth the time to try to change you into something that I want you to be. I want you to be you. 
But if you is clearly not a good fit for me, then we don't need to be. That rhymed, and but I'm not a rapper though. <laughs> See, I always find a way to you know laugh it out and crack a joke, laugh to keep from crying. All right, guys, we're just gonna take a pause for the cause. We're gonna be right back. We'll kind of get into what I look for in a significant other, what I look for in the madam mistress of my future endeavors. listeners, if you need a proven low impact workout because you're still suffering from some injuries that doesn't involve any running, jumping, or lifting, DDP Yoga is the workout for you. DDP Yoga was designed by former WWE superstar Diamond Dallas Page and has been proven to work for all sorts of superstars and athletes from WWE to MMA to the NFL as well. Make sure you guys get over to DDPYoga.com and sign up for the latest deals that are going on. This stuff is selling like crazy. That's DDPYoga.com. Welcome back, guys. Um... Before we went on break, I told you um, I was going through a very deep personal story um, that tapped into my down, at least, with relationships. Um, Like I said, I didn't tell any family about that. Nobody knew about that. That was an exclusive to the show. Not saying I only did it for the show, but I feel like it was something that was therapeutic to really lash out and talk about it. Um, And I did say this show is really to get to know the real me. So, you know, I felt like I didn't need to hide that or really you know, suppress that anymore. Um, before we went on break, I, I said that um, I was going to tell you what I'm looking for in a relationship. Um, the key thing for me, um, communication, understanding, patience, level-headedness. If those things can be matched, like I said, I really don't ask for too much. If those things can be matched, um, then I'm pretty, you know, you've you've hit, you know, the marks for me. You're good enough for me. Um, Because that's truly what I look for in friends. Somebody who's understanding, somebody who's patient, somebody who's level-headed. That's somebody I I really get, you know, those are my standards for wanting to know somebody. um, To have those type of qualities. Now, I understand not everybody's going to... You can't perfectly have all four. Sometimes it's going to be a three out of four, and you have to settle, but that's kind of what I look for. It's kind of what I aspire. That's kind of what I want. Um, yeah, I mean, that was as real as it was going to get, ladies and gents. That story there is as real as it's going to get. Um, I often wonder, and I was talking to my mom because I was thinking about having her on the show um, my mom and my stepdad have been together for about 20 years. They've been married for 13. And I remember my stepdad telling me when he first met my mom, he couldn't stand her. And now, 20 years later, they're married. Uh, have been for the last 13 years, have a kid and everything else. Have had another, well, have had a child together. Not another child, but have had a child together. And I wanted to get her on the show to kind of um, get her insight on relationships. How to how do you deal with certain aspects of relationships? How do you deal with certain conflicts that go on? 
just the ups and the downs of it. Um, I think that'll be really good. I've talked to her about it. I'm going to try to grapple her onto the show um, one way or another. She wants to be the hip mom. I'm like, Mom, you can't be the hip mom. You got to be my mom. But my mom is cool in every aspect of the word. Not too cool, though, because if you tell her too many times, she's going to get her head all big and bloated and think she's 25 again. Um, Love you, mother. (laughs) I'm going to try to get my dad on the show. Um, Me and my dad have some of the realest conversations in the world about life, about perspective, about perception. I don't know, it's just that whenever we talk, we just generally have real conversations, just... We just, it's deep, deep conversations. And, you know, you really get into the just of life and just, I don't know. Kind of those, one of those euphoric moments where you just, we click, we get it, we understand it, and we're there. He comes to a different point, I come to a different point. But when we, meet, when we meet right in the middle and we meet at the same conclusion, we kind of understand each other, you know. So I'm going to try to grapple him onto the show um, as well. Love you, Pop. Um, but love and relationships. Love is a weird thing for me right now. I don't know. I can't say that I'll never be in love again because that would probably be a lie. But as of right now, I'm not really looking for it. If it comes and it slaps me in the face and demands me to love it, that's one thing. Um, but I'm not really just... Jumping over the mountains, searching for love right now. I'm really focusing on me and getting myself back to where I need to be. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Getting some things done. New job I like so far. Had a little bumps here and there, but for the most part I like it. and I I see growth and potential in it. Um, This new show... um, I see growth and potential in it. Um, Like I said before, I need you guys to share, tell two friends, send them the link. Let them tell two friends, send them the link. Let's try to to get this avenue open more. I feel like through me, a lot of stories can be told. A lot of points can be hit. A lot of change can be made. And I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to talk about it. I'm willing to put it out. I'm willing to put it out there. Um... If you guys are willing to open up about it. Hence why we'll have guest hosts on the show. Um, still lining some stuff up down the line, like I said. Trying to get some things going for that. For the celebrity part of it. Um, working with DC Young Fly and Emmanuel Hudson's management to get that going. They're kind of booked to capacity. But I'm going to try to squeeze in some time. I reached out to uh, Instagrammer Pat DeLucky. Go Gaeta. Pat D. Lucky, trying to get him on the show. He said he would love to. Trying to work with him on his schedule so we can have a little bit of fun. Get some celebrities on here so we can talk, shoot the gab. But, um, yeah, I just got completely off topic there for a minute. (laughs) See, that's why I'm afraid to do a show by myself because I get off topic, people. But, hey, this is what you wanted. So I'm giving you what you wanted. Ah, man. It is 12.50. And I'm doing this show. This is true dedication, people. 
bringing you a hot can of audio whip-ass at the realest form that I can give it to you. But back on the topic, back off my cliff note, my sidewinder, my tangent. Love is, you know, it's weird for me right now. Not really looking for it, but if it slaps in the face, I'll take a chance at it. I'm going to try to put myself out there more to dating. You know, I know it's been a while. I know I've been in that dark place. I'm going to try to come out of that. I'm going to try to get myself back in shape, start eating healthier, start developing better relationships with friends, better better relationships with family, and really get things going. You know, um, it puts... Life puts you in situations where you see things from different perspectives. And from what I've been through thus far, I'm starting to see things in a different perspective. And I'm starting to want to open up avenues now to want to help others. Um, With this show, I want to be able to have people tell their stories. With these books that I'm writing, I'm wanting to connect with you guys, with other people so they can feel it as well um my dream one of my dreams was to open up a restaurant and really get my family involved um and open up a bar as well and really get my family involved in it i want to be able to be that one to be able to open to have that ability to have opportunity for those in need of it um even if it's just offering them a job and they take it and it changes their life um even with this show, if I can get on this show, if I can sit here and record this show and say anything to change anybody's perspective on how they view something positively. You know, if somebody gets on this show, they were bummed out having a bad day, they're not feeling it, they're going through some things, they just don't, you know, they don't see it's not worth living anymore. And I can crack a joke, or I can say something funny, or I can tell a story where it takes them out of that mindset and puts them in the mindset of I want to be better or I want to do better or, you know, I forgot all about it. Just another bad day, I'll brush it off. That that would mean a lot. Um, I often said my legacy, I feel like, in this life, if I can make somebody laugh, smile, uh, be happy... Then I've done just. I've, I've, I feel like I've done just what I'm supposed to do. I'm not this damn funny for no reason. There's got to be some logic to it. So I figured that had something to do with it. I was meant to be funny. I was meant to crack jokes. I was meant to make people laugh. I was meant to entertain to an extent. Um, not at my own leisure, but I was meant to entertain to a certain extent. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, but get, but yeah, definitely. Get myself back where I'm supposed to be and uh, get focused. Get these books done. Get this show popping. Get the, the doors opening for others to come through. Set the standard for my siblings so they know what they can achieve in life and what they can aspire for. Um, siblings, even cousins, you know, younger cousins generations behind me if I can if I'm able to do this you know when they can become my age they should be able to heck they can have their own radio show if they wanted to 
I like the podcast lane because, like I said, it gives you full creative control. You know, you can say whatever, do whatever. Nothing too much. A little editing can't audio out here. Editing can't fix here or there. But uh, just want to be able to be that that positive change uh, to the best of my ability. So and stop suppressing stuff. That that that'd be a perfect way to change and to get into a better mindset of where I want to be is to stop suppressing stuff. I often do that a lot, and I really don't mean to, but I do find myself suppressing and not really talking about certain things. And you know, I find I, I call I say to myself I'm being real, but to an extent I'm not really being real myself because I'm not really talking about it. I'm not really I'm just letting it sit there and fester, and then I'm I'm whiplashing. Um, and lashing out on the others who don't deserve it. Um, there's been countless times where I've just been had an attitude for no reason. And, you know, somebody said the slightest remark and I just went off. And, you know, and it's not really me. That's not who I am. Um, I'm generally kind of a go-with-the-flow, laid-back person. For people who know me, they know what buttons to press. Because people who really know me can tell you... I'm a little bit different from that, but they know who I am. They know just what buttons to press to get me a little ticked, to get me a little riled up. People who really don't know me, people who are getting to know me, people who know me to an extent, I'm not really that, uh, I don't get mad that easily. I really don't. It takes a good bit. Um, Like I said, my mom, AJ would probably know something. You know, my best friends, they would for sure know a button to hit. That would make me just go off. Now, if they're just shooting the gab and we're having an argument and we're just going back and forth, I'm all up for a good debate. I'm all up for a good argument. Whoopla, whoopla. But if they just hit that button, it's like, whew, you see another side of me. So I guess my temper is something else I need to work on to get to a better place. Um, Sorry for the raspiness. I have a natural raspy voice for some reason. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on building those relationships with family and friends a little bit better, a little bit tight-knit, a little bit close, because with all that's going on in the world, it's just too much. And I don't want to ever um, miss out on an opportunity to make things right or miss out on an opportunity to have been better. I don't want to have that shoulda, woulda, coulda when it's all said and done. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to work on. I'm going to hold my accountability for it. I'm going to do my best to uh, affect the positive change that need be and use this new creative platform as a way to do so. Um, man, I thought I couldn't wing this show by myself, but I think I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm going to need more feedback from you guys to let me know what I need to change or morph on. Some of the feedback that I got, actually... Um, was some people felt like this show should have been a little bit more gossipy. I'm not... I don't want it to be like petty gossip. I'm a grown-ass man. Grown-ass men are petty or gossipy. Well, I lied, some are, but I'm not going to... I'm not... I'll do, you know, entertainment news, kind of like a Wendy Williams as hot topics, but I'm not going to get as petty as she does. Wendy Williams is very petty, and I, I'm not going to reach that low to her level to get that petty. Now I'm going to cover it, I'm going to give my opinion on it, and I'm going to call it a day. 
I really want this show to kind of be like, if you were to take Wendy Williams' Hot Topics, and you were to take Oprah's Life Classes, and Super Soul Sunday, and Life After, and you were to combine it with Sports Center, those things I want to combine into one show. It hits all aspects on full cylinders, high octane, and a little bit of comedy in there. I don't want it to be all serious. Like I said, I'm not this damn funny for no reason. So I'm going to be cracking jokes and telling funny stories here and there. So it won't, you know, that's kind of what I want to do um, with it. Just for the people out there who kind of wondering what I want to go with this show and kind of what I'm trying to do and what's my target. That's kind of what I want to do. I want to be able to show a side of me that people don't really get to see, talk about things that really people, people don't really get to know, um, and just have fun with it. Have fun with it. Go with the flow. Um, have my friends on here. Have us have conversations. Like I said, me and Chris, we had some real kind of conversations as well about family and life and stuff like that. And we're going to have one of those discussions on... Uh, be recording here on Friday while we're making the chili and um, go over to his place we're going to record it there while I'm making the chili we'll be here in studio and um, (laughs) studio (laughs) and uh, yeah we're going to have one of those real talks those real conversations and yeah you guys are going to get to see a more deeper side of me I can be very deep like a like a Life Jennings and a Lauren Hill and a D'Angelo and a just a deep, deep side of me. Very philosophical, deep side of me. I'm just bullshitting. No, we're going to have fun with it, though. We're going to rock it out. And I'll be ready for you guys on Monday's show. Um, we're on the back half of this show. And this is kind of where I've been giving feedback to make it a little bit more interesting. This is kind of like a feedback show, too. I just want to cover that as well with you guys. Because some of your feedback was kind of interesting. I love it. For the general good part, the show's doing pretty well. Firing on all cylinders. Another applause for Eric for making things better. Yay! Because, you know, everybody loves his effects that he added in. Especially the Undertaker thing. That kind of creeped the hell out of me. Because uh, I was listening back to it and I was... Uh, before I put it out there for you guys to hear, I listened back to the show, and I was in my room, and it was dark in here, and I was listening, listening, and then I brought up the Undertaker, and said, Undertaker. I was like, oh, shit, what the f... Because I just heard, like, the gong, and I'm like, it's pitch black dark in here. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I thought I'm tripping. Uh, <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. But um, I, do, I do thank him, because he, he's, he's constantly a good friend. There when I need him, spends the time to get these shows right, make me sound better than I do on a regular basis. And I thank you for that. So, everybody, swig of water, swig of beer, swig of wine, swig of alcohol, a shot to you, my friend. Um, and a swig of water, swig of beer, swig of shot to AJ as well. For him. I want to thank him for coming on that first show and rocking it out with me for an hour and 53 minutes and 59 seconds. That will never happen again. Man, that was a long-ass show. Jesus. I had, when I went back and thought about it, I was like, yeah, I really kind of bored the hell out of these people at the end of the show. Because <laughs> I, you know, I was like, well, damn, I kind of see how they kind of thought it was a sleeper. Because at the beginning, we were we were high-octane. We were right there. We were hitting the latest news. And then we kind of slumbled off with the NFL. Because, I mean, I guess it's not here yet. And 
don't know. We're going to build it up. We're going to make it better. We're going to switch things up. We're going to make it lively. Lively, lively. Um, I was, uh, was talking to my dad the other day. And here goes another funny story. I was talking to my dad the other day. And I was telling him that I haven't seen my Uncle CJ. He's uh, my stepmom's brother. My Uncle CJ in years. And last time I saw Uncle CJ, he was... When we were younger, I was skinny, and he used to be skinnier than me. Now, my this, when I was younger, I want to say before I moved away from Louisiana, I was about uh, five, 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 four, 90-something pounds, I want to say. I was, I was tiny. I was, I was, I was really skinny. Uh, I don't think I hit the 100 mark. No, I was about 90. I was about 98 pounds. I was really skinny. Like, really skinny. The thing is, I was skinny with a big-ass head, so that was kind of not proportionalized. Um, <laughs> but anyway, CJ, excuse me, CJ was smaller than me, I guess. And I hadn't seen him in years. So, I ended up seeing him on Facebook after not seeing him in years. And I didn't recognize him right away. It wasn't until I looked him in the face. I looked at a few of the photos and looked him in the face. And I was like, well, goddamn. CJ has turned into the Incredible Hulk. He is bigger than me. Now, mind you this, I'm now about 5'11", 6 foot, at about 234. Uh, I believe CJ's 240. If not, he looks like he's about 240, 250. He's bigger than me. Um, he looks taller than me now. He looks like about 6'1", 6'2". Um... I was like, wow. I was like, Dad, how can you... You know, I hadn't seen CJ in so long. CJ just got huge. And my crazy father, I tell you, that boy's bigger than a pipe. I said, Dad, what the hell are you talking about? He's huge. He's big. CJ got big. He said, I told him, you know, you're my brother-in-law and I love you. But if you ever tried to hit me, I'm going to shoot your ass. <laughs> my dad is retarded. I can't deal with this man. He was telling me about... Uh, uh, how my stepmom's uncle blew his fingers off. Now, when we were younger, there was a firework called the Great Ball of China, and it exploded at the capacity, kind of like the kind of like the fireworks you see on TV. They like the fireworks you see on TV. They were big and kind of bright and everything, and they sold them those types. But at a lower grade because, you know, you're firing them off for residential neighborhoods. You know, they can't have that big of a impact like that. Um, so, anyways, they were firing. They were doing fireworks. And I believe it was either 4th of July or, or New Year's, one of those holidays. And um, he went off to go fire the firework. He dropped it in the hole, the little ball in the hole. And he was supposed to leave it there and let it shoot up in the air out of the tube. Well, he lights the firework and he reaches the stem. And as you would see in cartoons, as in Roadrunner and Wiley Cody, the stick of dynamite didn't explode. It just went all, all the way in and just stopped. It took him, Wiley Cody, to walk up to the dynamite and wanting to mess with it to cause it to explode. And when it exploded, it blew off his fingers. I... <laughs> I know it's not anything funny. But that's a weird way to kind of lose your fingers is to be blown off by fireworks. Um, but the funny part of the story is that he legitimately thought he was fine. And 
when my dad unwrapped his hand to show him what his fingers looked like, he my dad said he passed out. <laughs> I swear to God, this is not funny, but it is to me for some reason. When they get to the hospital, uh, my dad was getting ready to leave. Got, uh, my step, stepmom's uncle asked him, Hey, can you, when you get back home, can you try to go find my two fingers? <laughs> oh my gosh. I can see my dad's face now like, This mother f- didn't ask me to go find his two goddamn fingers. Like, they're gonna go on. They disintegrated. You blew them off. There is no meat left. It's just bleh. That's, oh God. Crazy. Crazy. Now, my dad obviously told the story a little bit different. It was a little bit more funnier. But there's certain things my dad said that Jordan can't say. So, with the respect of the viewing audience, I'm not going to say it. But, I'm going to have him on the show. I'm going to let you hear how real and raw form he is. The funny thing is, whenever me, my dad, my grandmother, and my uncle Titus from Houston, whenever we all get together, it's a recipe for disaster. Us four are like four teenage kids who are always giggling, snickering, cracking jokes, firing people up. It's it's not good, it, but it's so much fun. We've it it's <laughs> it's just so much fun. And you would think that with my grandmother, she would kind of be the voice of reason. She's the worst of us all. She's kind of where I get my realness from because she will just when I tell you a woman that will tell you how it is. She will tell you how it is and won't think twice. You know, she will tell you, I mean, full form will tell you off and won't think twice about it. And I'm like, where, what? Like, you can't do that. She's like, why can't I? I'm old enough. No argument there. Hell, say what you want to say. Well, it looks like it's about that time, ladies and germs. Time for another pause for the cause. We can get into those amazing commercials that I created for all of you wonderful, lovely listeners out there. We shall return to wrap it up, call it on home, drop down, tackle, elbow, call it in the ring. Be right back. guys we have less than 50 days away to the new nfl season you know what that means fantasy football yes fantasy football is making its epic return and i can't wait for it make sure you guys go over to espn.com and sign up maybe you guys want to start a league or even join one just go over to espn.com click on the fantasy tab and start your league today nfl fantasy football let's go boys all right guys welcome back from the break i just got the cue call to take this on home and wrap it on up so that's just what i'm gonna do I uh, hope you guys learned a little bit something more about me today, uh, my philosophy and my where I met relationships on life, and a little bit into my past, you know, recent relationship that I just ended. Um, but 
that's kind of where I'm at with it now. I am wanting to start a relationship series so we can delve in and talk about issues and uh, kind of get another story and get another angles and points of view. Still working on those social media people, like I said, to get on the show to do interviews. I'm probably going to have try to get Eric in here, the producer of the show. We're going to have a little fun and do that. And um, be looking out for, like I said, iTunes, the website. Uh, continuously follow, continuously show love. And um, one of my favorite quotes, actually, before I go, and this is the quote of the week. Just when you think you have all the answers, I change the questions. I love that quote because it embodies the person I am. I'm very quick-witted. I always keep people on their toes. People never know what I'm thinking. So, just when you think you have all the answers, I change the questions. Stay on your toes, people. If you've had half as much fun as I've had, well, I've had twice as much fun as you, why don't you come join the conversation? See you later.